What up, family? I'm your host, Alexander T. Roll, here with the first episode of Juggalos for Liberty in 2019. Feel free to email me at juggalosforliberty at gmail.com. That's juggalos, the number four, liberty at gmail.com. Or follow me on the Twitters. Uh, I hope everyone has had a wonderful New Year's and Christmas holiday. I hope and pray for nothing but positivity and success in 2019. To all the jugglers out there, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I made a few New Year's resolutions. Uh, now, the last resolution I took seriously was quitting cigarettes, and the wife and I have been smoke-free for nearly 10 years now, so that's why I refrain from bashing people for at, at least attempting a new year, new me. I know I've seen that meme going around. Even if it's only a month that you keep your resolutions, I mean, that's a good start. Good for you. So the last episode I recorded was on September 11th of 2018. I was pretty busy uh, enjoying the last quarter of the year to record another podcast, you know, and I wanted to work on reformatting the show and just overall tightening up the schedule. I will be recording an episode every Friday so we can cover the news of the week, and I tell you... It's kind of tough to cover the news because the news cycle moves at a blinding rate of speed. So I figured it would be more be uh, simply better to uh, recap everything that happened throughout the week as opposed to trying to keep up with it every day. So let's get this show rolling with your news of the week. On Monday, Alexandria Ocasio-Octagon Toaster Strudel Cortez went on 60 Minutes and made a statement so profound that I had to hear it twice to believe it, basically saying that feelings don't care about your facts. Ladies and gentlemen, the notorious AOC. One of the criticisms of you is that your math is fuzzy. The Washington Post recently awarded you four Pinocchios oh my goodness. for uh, misstating some statistics about Pentagon spending. If people want to really blow up one figure here or one word there, I would argue that they're missing the forest for the trees. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. It's absolutely... Yeah, uh, just fantastic. Once again, Democrats admitting to the fact they have been disconnected from reality. Uh, what I find most annoying is the fact that any criticism you have of her is evidence that we are obviously afraid of a young minority in power. I mean, it couldn't be her crazy policies that are going to raise my taxes, right? Nah, nah, that couldn't be it. But that's typical of Democrats to uh, guard against any harsh criticism of their most admired politicians, call everyone misogynist, and claim their critics are the ones who are afraid. <sighs> Good Lord. This is the problem Democrats are going to face. Nancy Pelosi will be forced to pamper the more extreme side of her base since they got elected. That's the Democrats' own damn fault for flirting with their extremist constituents. This is evidenced by Joe Lieberman's comments on Alexandria Octazio Toaster Strudel Cortez saying he hopes she isn't in the, uh, the face of the Democratic Party in the future. They elected fellow extremists, and now the tug-of-war within the Democrat Party is on full display in the House of Representatives. And you know what? They, they deserve every bit of it. On Tuesday, Donald Trump delivered his first address to the nation, and in it, he drives home the need for his border wall. It's interesting to me that the media have tried to preemptively remove the teeth from Trump's address uh, by having live fact-checkers go through what he says and fact-check everything he says. You know, I don't ever recall them doing that for Obama, but I think that these fact-checkers actually should do this to every politician's speech, uh, or, 
or have economists live reaction to Democrats uh, regarding their e- economic policies. But hey, I'm just saying, economic uh, economist reaction videos. Let's let's make it happen, folks. But in all serious, I think the most resonating statement President Trump made during his speech was in regards to Nancy Pelosi saying that building a wall is immoral, saying essentially building a wall doesn't mean that we hate the people on the outside, but that we love the people on the inside. I think that this is what Trump should be doing if he expects to shore up support for the wall, is to keep the pressure on the Democrats. Soon after his address, the Democrats issued a live rebuttal within minutes, and let me tell you, nothing comes off as robotic and artificial as Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. My bad, y'all. Wrong clip. Wrong clip. I appreciate the opportunity to speak directly to the American people tonight about how we can end this shutdown and meet the needs of the American people. Sadly, much of what we heard from President Trump throughout this sense of shutdown has been full of misinformation and even malice. The president has chosen fear. We want to start with the facts. The fact is, on the very first day of this Congress, House Democrats passed Senate Republican legislation to reopen government and fund smart, effective border security solutions. But the president is rejecting these bipartisan bills, which would reopen government, over his obsession with for- forcing American taxpayers to waste billions. Yeah, looking like a couple of NPCs. It's only January, and the most cringiest of clips clips is a tie between Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer with Elizabeth Warren drinking a beer on live stream trying to be hip. It's hilarious. Yeah, good luck with that, Democrats. I feel like a beer. Hi, husband. So, on Wednesday... Kevin Hart had a frustratingly awkward interview with Michael Strahan. Jeez, poor guy. If you guys haven't seen it, go look it up. Kevin Hart learned that once you give an inch to the outraged PC mob, you also sign a lifetime contract to apologize in perpetuity forever, you know, until you die. Or, 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 until you no longer feel like apologizing. Here is Kevin Hart trying to get to Michael Strahan the hint that he's not going to talk about it anymore. And you apologize. You said you were sorry, but there are a lot of people who've taken an issue to the way that you've apologized. Mm-hmm. So so what do you say to that? I say I'm done with it. It gets no more energy for me. That's why I said for the last time I'm addressing this. It's, it's, there's no more conversation about it. I'm, I'm literally, I'm over that. I'm over the moment. And I'm about today. So if it's accepted, great. If it's not, it's nothing I can control. Some things are left out of your hands. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done with it. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. That's where I personally am. And then you, you said on Saturday, you said, I'm evolving. Mm-hmm. You're changing. So what did you believe then that you don't believe now? How have you evolved? I have explained how I evolved, which makes me say I'm over it. I'm not saying how I've changed anymore. I'm not saying what I've done and what the new me is. I'm not giving no more explanation mm-hmm. of, of who I am. And, and, and later that night, he was on Stephen Colbert's show where he was chastised by Colbert, pretty much saying, you can't say you're done. It's when the audience says you're done. Again, Colbert used to be a comedian until he signed his soul over to the PC mob and let his Trump derangement syndrome take over the rest of his mind. Uh, here's Kevin Hart telling Colbert, like he told Strahan, that he's done. I want to 
you know, you've, you've talked to people, basically you've done interviews all day. All day. And you've given polite variations on this answer. I've said that same thing to everybody. Okay, so I'm not going to go down that uh, well-worn road, but want. I will ask you, no, I know, it's my show, I'll just yeah, the I want, want, man, yeah. but... What I'm saying is that I, you've already given the answers. I can go read this someplace else. Yeah. Is there anything about the way you've handled this situation over the last month that you would go back and change if you had a time machine? No. I wouldn't no. change anything. Really? No. Really? No. Because you didn't apologize at first, and then later you apologized. I, you, right now, right? You, this, yes. this is me. Yes. I'm over it. I'm, 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 okay. I'm, I'm just over it. There's, it's, a, it's an onion. It's onion, so no matter how many times you keep peeling it, it just it's it's just endless. If you keep peeling it, it just doesn't stop. It's, there is no end to it. Like I apologize, apologize again. I said I apologize before. I apologize after that apology. It just it just uh -huh. keeps going. And then every headline is you apologize. He apologized again. Yeah. He just apologized. And I'm like, what? I'm done. I did it. I'm over it. There's no there is no more that I can do. I've done well, that's well, that reaction from the audience is interesting because I've listened, I've done this kind of a job for about 14 years. Uh -huh. I've said a lot of things over the years that mm -hmm. have said various people. Because you're human. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and probably not a really nice one. Yeah. But, um, and I found that it's not over till the audience is over, not when I'm over it. The PC outrage machine on the left is uh, ultimately going to dissolve their control of the younger generations and pop culture because it always ends up eating itself. That's that's my own opinion anyway, but they can't help themselves. So good for Kevin Hart. Don't placate these people anymore. They expect you to grovel at the snap of their finger. According to them, you aren't done apologizing until they say so. So as a result, uh, in my opinion, uh, just by chance, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson slammed what he calls snowflake culture in an interview with the uk's daily star he said quote so many good people fought for freedom and equality but this generation are looking for a reason to be offended if you are not agreeing with them then they are offended and that is not what so many great men and women women fought for we thankfully now live in a world that has progressed over 30 to 40 years said the 46 year old wrestler turned actor people can be who they want and be with who they want and live how they want that can only be a good thing, but Generation Snowflake, or whatever you want to call them, are actually putting us backwards. And I couldn't agree anymore. I've said it for a while now that there is no, no nothing actually progressive about a progressive. Uh, wait until this mob starts coming after ICP for their lyrics. I think they did a whole song about killing gay folks or something like that. You and I know both that that, was a, that song was parody. But if they're willing to throw a comedian under the bus for something he says so long ago and expect him to apologize forever, your favorite musical act can very well be next. They can be the next target. On Thursday, Republican Steve King was quoted as saying, White nationalists, white supremacists, Western civilization. How did that language become offensive? Like, no, like he seriously said that. King, who has also represented Iowa's 4th Congressional District since 2013, asked, Why did I sit in classes teaching me about the merits of our history and our civilization? Like, 
Like, fucking really, dude? White supremacists and white nationalists are not the same as just being a nationalist. I can understand that. Specifically because of the white component that specifies the type of nationalism. I understand being nationalist, like I said, but it should be in conjunction with an idea that our country and our constitution do not care about your skin color or about share, you know, it's about sharing common values regarding liberty, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness and all that shit. And that should not be predicated on race. That should be a universal want and goal for a society. He he needs to be primaried ASAP and replaced. It's time for some fresh, new, and young faces in the Republican Party to step up if they expect to get anywhere in the future. Get some fresh blood. Where are the Ocasio-Cortezes of the Republican Party? That's my main question. Also, it appears Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer, has agreed to a public congressional hearing sometime next month. He's expected to testify regarding Trump's payments to other women. Will this be the final straw for his supporters? No, of course not. Everybody who voted for Trump knew the type of person he was. His supporters are, are only going to be as much as they are now. Yeah, I mean, They don't expect to win anybody new. They're just keeping the people who are already there. So, yeah, good luck with that. California Senator Dinosaur Feinstein introduced legislation today on Friday called the Assault Weapons Ban of 2019. In a tweet, she says, Americans across the nation are asking Congress to reinstate the federal ban on military assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. If we are going to put a stop to mass shootings and protect our children, we need to get these weapons of war off our street. What does this bill do? It bans the sale of semi-auto rifles. They have detachable magazines, pistol grips, forwarding stocks, and a bunch of other cosmetic shit options. Why? For the children, of course. Never mind the fact that the children and people overall are killed by handguns, not semi-auto rifles. I, I, I love how the Democrats use the excuse, well, if it saves just one life, it's worth it. Except, you know, when it comes to, like, the border wall and they can care less if it's preventing one potential killer from coming across. You know, I tell you, California... We deserve all that we got coming to us and for, for voting these fucking people in. Juggalos, you need to ask yourselves, am I completely comfortable with the government telling me I can't own a semi-auto rifle? You should already know that the FBI wants to consider you a gang member, so let's let them take our firearms also. Uh, you would have to be a fool to think so. Please let me know. Well, that does it for tonight. Check back again on Friday for another episode. I'm Alexander T. Roll, and this has been Juggalos for Liberty.